Hey guys, it's Jadora, God's Good Gift, and I'm back again. Um, I've just woken up and I feel like it's good to really reflect, you know, reflect um, on your life, on your day, on how you're feeling, um, just meditate, you know, either on God's word or just just on your life, really. So I decided before I go on social media and I do loads of things, It'll be good to just come here and talk and maybe share a word or just just speak, you know, have a little chit-chat, you know. Um, so I did a recording when I came home yesterday. Um, I wasn't really feeling it. Um, it might be posted, but at a different stage. So, like, stuff might not be in complete chronological order, but I'm going to follow the order of God's period. Um, so, um... We'll do a mini Bible study. I feel like I haven't studied the Bible in a while. So, Father Lord, I pray that as I read the Bible or as I read the Bible out to the people, that you'll give a fresh revelation, open a fresh set of eyes, open our hearts and minds to receive your word. Let us understand the things that you want to understand. Show us the things that you want us to see in Jesus' name. They pray, amen. So, when I first woke up, um, I had praise and worship played. And you're so, so mad. So, at the end of the open mic event that I went to yesterday, there was a song. There was a song that Clapton Isaac sang, which is Set a Fire. Set, and the lyrics are Set a Fire down in my heart that I can't explain, that I can't control. I could be wrong because I've not read it. This is, from my, this is from my memory. Set a fire down in my soul that I can't contain, that I can't control. And you'll say Set a Fire. Uh, set, a sire? set a fire to your pain, to anxiety, to your this, to your that. He shared his story of how he was basically set apart. And I feel like a lot of us are set apart and think that's a bad thing. In the moment, even me as well, you feel isolated, you feel alone, you feel like you lack spontaneity, you missed milestones, you missed important moments. But now he's doing great, amazing things. Now he's, because he held on to God, because he kept that hope, he's such a role model, he's such a great person, he shows so much confidence. But at the time he. <coughs> so sorry, guys. At the time he hated himself, he was so ugly. Now he's doing a runway modeling for the one of the biggest, um, like modeling, um, thingies in the world. So do you know what? Do not despise small beginners. Do not, you know, take a heart when bad things are happening to you. When you feel like God doesn't love you. When you feel like you're not in the place that you want to be right now. The place that you feel you should be right now. Because even yesterday I was speaking about how I was on the train. Um, and I was on that train for 30 minutes, um, right train, right time, um, I thought it was the right platform, but clearly it was the wrong platform, not because it was the right train, but because the train wasn't moving, and do you know what, there was a train moving on another platform going to my destination, but I was sat on my train hoping it would move, and that's like with God, sometimes you can think you're in the right place at the right time, they telling you to get up and move. And you're thinking, why? Like, I feel comfortable here. It's warm here. I've warmed up the seat. I'm sitting here. There's other people around me. No one else has moved. But sometimes God's saying, get up and move. Yes, you think you're in the right place at the right time. But unless you move platforms, you're not going to move. It was not until I moved platforms that I was on a train that was moving. Do you guys get it? So that is a really, really important thing to think about. You might think in the right place at the right time. Moving is uncomfortable. Moving is uncertain. You might think, well, if I get to the next platform, and that train doesn't move either. But if God's telling you, get up and move, get up and move, and you're still sitting there, you're delaying your blessing. You're delaying what God is calling you to do. You're delaying 
getting to your destination. I was so close to go. I was literally went to McDonald's. My friend called me. God bless her. And she called me to join you coming. I really feel like you should come. And I was thinking, no, like, maybe God doesn't want me to come. Like, I'm literally going home. I was like, I'm going home. I'm going home. She was like, are you sure? Uh, like, you know, God bless her for real. And then I checked. I saw there was a train in a few minutes. To glory of God, I got on that new platform and I arrived at my destination. It was only two stops. If I had given up because I was stubborn, because I didn't move, because I thought, okay, you know, there's no way, let me turn around, let me go back home, I would have never made it to the destination. And that's a lot of us in life. We begin to give up because we choose not to move. So we think, let's go back to our old ways. Let's go back to our old sins because God told us to move on. Let this thing go. Cut this thing off. You don't want to cut it off. You don't want to let it go. So instead, you want to turn back to your old ways. That's literally physically what I was about to do. And unless you have people praying for you, interceding for you, people of the spirit that can sense, you know, when you feel downcasted, when you feel like giving up, when you feel like turning back, it'd be very, very hard not to move forward, not to get to your destination, not to get to where God has destined you to be. Um, So Matthew chapter 4 verse 16 is the first thing I read this morning. Um, I'm going to pray for Revelation because even as I read it, um, I don't, I don't like to read the whole chapter, not just the scripture because people could take scriptures out of context and, you know, but... um. This is what I read um, in the word of the Lord says from verse 16. The people who sat in darkness have seen great light. And upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'm also going to look online or maybe read another version. I think I've got a bit a bit of a revelation. I'm going to see if True Passion has one. True Passion has one. Okay. True Passion translation is a really interesting one. You who spend your days shrouded in darkness can now say we have seen a brilliant light. Wow. Glory to God. And those who live in the dark shadow land of death can now say the dawning light arises on us. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord most high because that that really breaks it down. That really, really, really makes me understand what God is saying. That even though you're in the valley of the shadow of death i fear no evil because the lord is with me the lord's word is a lamp unto my feet this is the day that lord has made i will rejoice and be glad in it just continue to declare these words of god even in times of darkness praise god in times of darkness praise god even in the prison because you know when david i believe praise god in the prison guys i need to read my bible more because um sometimes i don't know i'm not as confident as I should be when I'm reciting like verses and words you know um but it's a journey you know we'll all grow together but I believe it was David because yeah dance like David dance you praise God in the prison not only did his own soul be released but all the other prisoners were set free because of his praise in the prison even Joseph as well went from the pit to the palace God sometimes will take you to the trenches and it doesn't trial is not actually to make you strong is to show how strong you have been we don't have time to be getting knocked down but when you do get knocked down get back up praise the lord dance like david danced because sometimes your blessing or the blessing of others the restoration of your family there could be things going on in your family you're praying for your family your praise your restoration will restore them as you praise and your prison door is open as you are released blessings will be released increase will be released financial financial abundance will be released um so yeah praise the lord praise the lord um 
and then i'm gonna now move on to glory guys if you don't have glorified get glorified it's an app where each day they have a new or each week they have a new theme a new scripture and um, have the scripture devotional time to pray and then also different like i don't know if i should call them podcasts but like they have other content they have a lot of content as well um so and they also have a daily like for um what do they call it? a quote so the quote is by phil pringle who's phil pringle um because i want to drag out this thing we're gonna find out who phil pringle is okay phil pringle is a new zealand board australian christian evangelist pringle arrived in sydney new south wales from christchurch in 1980 with his wife chris um okay so chris is a man of god praise god um oh he has a blog about overcoming anxiety embracing the power of god's word the power of peacemakers do you know what that sounds really powerful so i thank god for even leading me to um want to search about him so if you want to read about those stuff he has some blogs on those topics um but the quote that glorify gave this morning was we when we make when we take matters into our own hands we take god out of the equation many times we've been too much time saying god why you not speak to me god why you not speak to me god i can't hear you god oh god ah god um but maybe god is speaking to you but you're spending too long trying to hear your own voice, trying to hear your own answer. You already know what you want to hear, which is why even when you hear God's voice, you're like, oh, it's the devil. Oh, um, no, that's not right. Oh, no, I'm not hearing it. A lot of times stuff is self-inflicted. You actually clearly, 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 maybe it's just my advantage I have, but I clearly, clearly, clearly hear from the Lord sometimes. And I was still, before I could genuinely say it was, um, out of ignorance of the word, I was still in my baby face. So I didn't really know when I was hearing from the Lord. But the more I spend time with God, the more he speaks to me, and the more I know his voice and I know his words. And the way the devil speaks to me is so deceptive. You know, common sense can actually tell me the devil speaking, but when you're not spiritually prepared, your flesh is weak, but your spirit is willing. So the more you feel your flesh, the more your flesh gives into your fleshy desires. So I'm now going to read from Mark chapter 7. Um, verse 6 says, he replied to Isaiah. Okay, no, before I go to that part, um, let me give context um, of the scripture. So, let me just go back on to glorify and read it from the beginning. Because I don't like to just read one verse and like try to change it for one verse. Like I feel like you need context a lot of the time. So, the Pharisees... Who are the Pharisees? Um, you know, I don't know. But I use them a lot. I've always been like, telling people, don't be like the Pharisees. Don't be like the Pharisees. Because God just be telling me stuff sometimes that I don't understand. Like, even my friend, God says I'm always attacking her. Um, but it's literally God telling me. And I'm like, God, like, leave her. Sometimes I'm like, God, I'm not saying leave her alone. But God, ah, like, are you sure? Like, but God knows what he wants to do in your life. God knows how he wants to transform. God knows how he wants to push you. And sometimes you use human vessels to to speak his word and uh, you know um the way i see stuff i love to use the word fruition i did i need to find out what fruition means as well because i keep using it and i don't know what it means but every time i obey god and share his word i see how much god really wanted that word to be shared and how god is really moving through that word i'm like wow god like 
I didn't even know the weight of the message I had inside of me. I didn't know the weight of the story that I had to share. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, yeah. So, who are the Pharisees? So, they were a Jewish social movement and school of thoughts. Their beliefs became foundational, liturgical, and ritualistic. Guys, one thing I've always disliked, even before I knew Christianity wasn't a religion, calling me religious. Saying I'm a religious person, I'm a child of God, I am one of the most high, I walk in the spirit, I'm not religious, I don't follow a religion. I follow, I want to say the covenant, I don't know if that's the right meaning. I follow God, I follow God's heart, I'm a person of God's heart, I'm not a person of religion. Because Jesus died so that there's no more religion. Jesus came for a personal relationship, not for religion. And I think, um, I'll go into my revelation about Jesus at another time and my understanding of Jesus because it can be really confusing sometimes. But even as I speak, I begin to give myself clarity and clear up things for myself. But basically, it says, So the Pharisees and the teachers of the law asked Jesus, Why don't your disciples live according to the tradition of the elders instead of eating their food with their defiled hands? Okay? Just remember that part, because I'm going to continue. He replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites. This is what Jesus is saying to them. As it is written, those people honour me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Elisha says in another um, scripture in the Bible, they cast out demons in my name, but they still do not know me. Do not be a person who is so religious that they forget to put God into it, that they're just following rituals, they're just following rules, they're just following the book not to say the book, but you're not doing things from your heart, you're not doing things out of a persuasion for God, you're doing things for show, you're doing things for your own glory, you're doing things from your own strength. God wants true worshippers who worship in spirit and in truth. Truth is the word of God, and spirit is the spirit of the Lord, the Holy Spirit within you. Some people are worshipping in truth of Jesus only by no spirit people worshiping in the spirit only and in truth but only those who worship in spirit and in truth will inherit the kingdom of heaven so that means being prepared spiritually praying to god being with god and also dwelling into his word um so it says they worship me in vain their teachings are merely human rules you're just condemning people you're just um speaking down on people i'll <laughs> okay let me not mention that because i feel like i shouldn't but there's some churches that people really despise. People don't want to go to a church because it's not filled with love. It kind of feels like it's filled with hate. It feels like we're not even there to worship God. We're there to worship the pastor. That's not right. That's Those people will not enter the kingdom of heaven. I think it says somewhere that half of the church will not make it to heaven. Just because you're at church does not mean you'll make it to heaven. You need your own personal relationship. You need to know God for yourself. Just because your parents are pastors and bishops and this and that does not mean you're going to make it anywhere. And a lot of um past kids they feel neglected because parents what they'll do is they'll be looking out for the world more than looking out for their child and when um the enemy tries to get to the parents they don't get supposed to get to the children and the children will get spiritual attacks a lot of times you know we get attacked the most you're thinking where is god is there no god but because there's not that enough protection and there's not enough prayer and there's not enough like care in their own home you know, everything should start at home, and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes people make the church their home, but 
there's still stuff going on in their home that needs to be addressed. So then, um, from verse 8, it says, You have let go of the commands of God and are holding on to human traditions. From verse, and then verse 9, And he continued, You have a fine way of setting aside the commands of God in order to observe your own traditions. I'm just going to let that word speak to you guys for itself. I want you to really dwell and reflect on that. So that was Mark chapter 7, verse 6 to 9. I want you all to read it for yourself. Actually, no, read from verse 5. Um, and get your own revelation. Ask God to open your mind, open your heart. Think, ask God to think about, to tell and reveal to you the things that you've put before him. The things that are just a religion. The things that are just um, worldly commands worldly rules your own traditions your own things that you're observing that not of god that god has not asked you to do and then when i read the devotional it says um traditions can be very important and valuable however traditions should never take precedence guys i don't know that words but do not take over god's word jesus attacks the pharisees for using tradition to avoid obeying the word of god and then there's an example that they give, which was really cool. For example, supporting those who are suppre- oppressed can feel inconvenient. It can also be attempting te- to find excuses for why we do not need to. But the Pharisees said it was permissible not to support widows, orphans, and even parents financially if you've given your money as a gift to God. Think about that. You could be thinking you're serving God, trying so hard to serve God. But remember when Jesus said, I was hungry, you didn't feed me. I was thirsty, you didn't give me water. I was homeless, you didn't give me anywhere to stay. I'm kind of pharisaizing. They're like, but Jesus, when did we walk past you and we didn't do any of these things for you? And he says, because basically, like the homeless are, I don't say representation of him, but Jesus came with nothing. He came and was born in a manger. He came into this world very humbly and it's like that's jesus really takes heart on those who are poor on earth because they will inherit the kingdom of heaven because they're the ones who show true diligence so as you look down on them as you continue to ignore them as you continue to cast out people say oh they're gonna use the money for drug oh they're not going to um like just prejudging people like yes testing your spirit okay is this person someone who needs the money someone that i should give to you know if it's God wants you to give to them, God will provide for you so you can provide to them. I'm not saying just every person, every cracker that you give to, but test your spirit, test your heart. Ask the Holy Spirit, should I give to this person? You know, if there's a burden on your heart to give, then give because otherwise, you're literally, it's like you're robbing from God. God really feels it in his heart because he feels for all his people. Sometimes he wants to use them as a testimony. Um, Even in the scripture about... um, um, Wait, let me get it up, guys. I'm loving the Bible study today. I'm really loving the Bible study today. Um, okay, it's gone from my story. I posted on Instagram. Um, it said, um, John chapter 9, verse 2. His disciples asked him, Teacher, who caused this guy's blindness, his own or his parents' sin? Jesus answered, Neither. It happened to him so that you could watch him experience God's miracle. And that's the true passion translation. And what it's saying is that um, sometimes it's not that person's sin. Sometimes it's not their parents' sin. Sometimes they did nothing wrong. And maybe God has actually called you to be that blessing, to be that miracle worker. But 
if you're too too prideful, too stuck in your own ways, too like, oh, I've given my money to offering, I'm giving my money to, I'm worshipping my past instead of helping the people of the kid, helping the people of God, helping us all, then you're kind of making the world a worse place. You're not doing what Jesus would do. You're not following the ways of Jesus. You're not following the teachings of Jesus. Um, do you get it? So, it's literally says, um, therefore, he's saying you actually contradict God's word by your traditions and the traditions you have not questioned but have been handed down. So, even traditions, generational Christ, generational cycles, some of them need to be cut off. Just because it's a cycle doesn't mean it's right. You just keep on going round and round and round and round and round, like me on my journey to the spoken word event, which instead of the one hour straight, straight journey, it took me five hours because I was just going round in circles, changing from one place to another with no direction, with no discernment, with not listening to instructions. So, it says, ultimately, the Pharisees offered honoured God by what they did outwardly. It's relatively easy to do the things or even say the things. We can obey all of the rules of the community and yet our hearts can be far from God. God is not so concerned about the outward appearance but about the heart. There's people who have seen show up for God and they, they don't look like a typical Christian. Those who show up for God and do not like typical Christians, some their heart is sometimes in the better places than those of you who are acting those of you who are showing that you're i don't say showing that you're because modesty um i don't say modesty is big of the heart modesty is good but where is your heart are you doing it to ridicule others are you doing it to despise those who are weak in faith because god says don't do that so um it's a thing where seeing people with tattoos and piercings and looking unconventional being an unconventional christian we're looking at the outwards but god is seeing their heart and you think why is god blessing them why is god favoring them look at this person like why are they so proud to speak about god when they they don't look the way that we perceive christians to look and everyone has pasts everyone has things that they're dealing with and if you're condemning those who look a certain way, you're basically saying because of their past, they fumble, they can never turn to God. No, that's why Jesus Jesus died on the cross for our sins because he knew we would sin, because he knew that sin was a thing, because he knew that devil was a big fat snake who whisper in your ear to eat the apple, to do this, to do that. He knows that the that hell is raging war against his people and that sometimes we will fall into temptation, but he is there to pick you back up. He is there for you no matter what, no matter what is going on. And then it says, Jesus later goes in to say this. From uh, Jesus later goes on to say in this passage that it is from within, out of the person's heart, that evil thoughts come and that these evil come from inside and defile a person. The heart is so important. What comes to your mind? What you think about will fruition? I need stop using this word. But, um, yeah, you need to cut off the earthly desires from your heart. So when you step out, you do not fumble, you do not fall. Because you say, oh, I didn't want to do this thing, but I was tempted. Oh, I really, I said no once, but I was tempted. If in your heart you stood firm and you said, yeah, this thing is wrong, it would have never happened. But because deep down you had you had some earthly desires, you had some things in your heart that you know you wanted to do that thing and you didn't cut it off. So when you became in the world, you were weak and you fell. Avoiding the problem is going to help. You need to address it. Do you get it? Um, 
So it, then it goes on to these are things that pollute our lives and spoil our relationship with God. Okay, so cut it off, guys. Cut it off. Um, even I say cut it off. Sometimes I'm talking to myself because I'm gonna listen to this back too, and I'm gonna be like, girl, preach, girl, preach, because it's by the Holy Spirit that we speak. Sometimes God says, "Open your mouth, and I will fill it." So as I open my mouth, God is filling it. I'm teaching myself lessons, and I'm teaching you guys lessons. Um, and Jesus says the solution is to listen to Him. In verse fourteen, the key to life, hearing, heeding, and then acting acting guys you can hear you can pray 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 and hear but then you need to act faith what works is dead remember what i said in the last episode the door could be wide open but you're not even at the door god is not going to push you through the door if it's open sometimes sometimes he wants you to walk he wants you to do the journey you can't rush experience you can't rush the journey you need to take those steps and move Um, and act on God's voice so that we remain pure within and make a difference in the world. Be pure within, not outwardly. Because sometimes there's still evil thoughts in your mind. And the more those thoughts are in your mind, the more thoughts of sin are in your mind, the more you fantasize about things of sin, the more you fantasize about things of the world, the more when you go outside, it'll be harder to resist, it'll be hard to say no, it'll be hard to let go of the things of the world. Um, so guys, really evaluate yourself, evaluate yourself from within, it's a hard thing to do, it really hurts, ask God to search your heart, when you ask God to search your heart, and when you ask God to show you these things, you know it will be painful, you know it will hurt to look at the things of sin, to look at the things that you've been holding on to, to look at the things, because as I said, change is uncomfortable, moving is uncomfortable, but it's the only way you're going to move, don't be like me guys, who has now been charged how much money, because I sat on the train, on the wrong, wrong platform. It was the right train, the right time. I thought it was the right platform, but the train wasn't moving. Get up and move. That's the last thing I'm going to say. Father Lord, I praise you. I adore your name. King of King, Lord of Lord, El Shaddai, Elohim. I thank you, Lord, for the word. I thank you, Lord, for your goodness. I thank you, Lord, for your kindness. I thank you, Lord, for your grace. I thank you, Lord, because, because of your word, people are beginning to move. People are beginning to remove stagnance from their hearts from their life oh lord to begin to remove their earthly desires from their heart lord search their hearts make them anew renew their minds renew their hearts oh lord make them not like the pharisees but make them joyous to hear from you to understand your word to get deeper revelations oh lord i thank you i adore your name king of king lord of lord el shaddai elohim continue to walk with them continue to move with them be their guide be their strength even as they fall Help them to get back up. Help to pick them up if they need to be picked up, oh Lord. Show them your love. Show them your light. Show them your goodness. Show them your kingdom, oh Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, that was the Revival Podcast. We're reviving hearts, reviving minds, reviving lives. Okay? God bless. Love you all. Continue to walk in boldness, to walk in strength. Tell depression, depression away this is the day that lord has made i will rejoice and be glad in it rejoice 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 even as hard as it could be tell yourself get up get up get up no i could not be sad no i could not say this place. no get up okay get up enjoy whether it's the morning the night if you're about to go to sleep 
make sure you get up in the morning joyful happy if you start your day get up continue moving don't go to sleep don't fall asleep don't be like me i'm fighting sleep but my god is greater my god is stronger amen amen love y'all stay blessed bye guys i find it so awkward i wish you guys could just hang up the phone for me but you can't (gasps) okay love you guys okay bye stay blessed stay strong okay i'm always here i'm always here find my instagram if you need to um the way i'm posting it i don't know if you'll be able to contact me my instagram name always changes but right as of right now i think it's jadora vf my instagram is jadora vf just type in jadora don't do that please don't do that because if you start seeing stranger cuts coming up yeah jadora vf okay um dm me um i'll even call you guys i'm dedicated to helping people i love to help people um god even told me i'm called to help the help okay short little story time because i was trying to drag it to 30 minutes so praise god she's reminding you something so i had a bed tour i went on a mentor session and instead of the mentor mentoring me it felt like I was mentoring the mentor. As I spoke, I was actually helping myself. And I think because the Holy Spirit speaks through me, he speaks to me, um, when I go to people for help, I begin to help the help. It's so crazy. I even got um, an award for Above and Beyond. And she was saying how, just how she was to prepare, she didn't even know how she was going to help me. But it's like, as she began to help me, I was basically helping both of us. And I was all going there for mentoring. I was all going there for guidance. So, yeah, you know what, in times you think no one's here to help you, God, sometimes God will directly help you. As you help others, God will help you. So do not despise um, when you go to people in the world for help and no one is helping you. thinking, but they helped other people, but how come they can't do that for me? Comparison is a thief of joy. God has put everyone on different journeys. God has given everyone strengths. God has given everyone different. I don't mind this to be blocked, so that's aside for me to stop talking god bless love you guys thank you for staying this far um if you did um i want you to dm me and tell me um tell me you maybe your favorite part and um, what stuck to you the most from this what you're going to move <coughs> move ahead with, with the word or any testimonies how the word has helped you and i will share them in the next episode actually no, i won't because i would have posted by then to even know what you guys have said but it will be addressed at some point love you guys bye